What's up, guys? It is Coasters and Things here today, back with another episode of The Thrill Life. Me and Beyond the Thrills are joined with another special guest today, Dr. Coaster. Say hi. What's up, guys? So today, we are going to be talking about the main reason that his channel is popular. We're starting off with talking about Air Force One. Yeah. Um... Great to have you on, Sean, Dr. Coaster. Um, Absolutely. As, J as Jason mentioned, you go to Fun Spot Atlanta quite often, so you can give us some insight on what's going on with Air Force One. So the big question now is, when will we see it begin testing? Because it is fully completed. So if you had to make a speculated guess, what is your guess? All right, so my speculated guess, I guess there's kind of two of them, and it just depends on when the park decides to do it from what i was told electronics can be as fast as two weeks so okay. we could expect it by thanksgiving or considering that they're not going to be opening the ride till march and there's no need to open it this year they could also be doing it in january and february leading up to opening uh i think it really just depends on how quick they want to you know grab footage build hype have people come out and see it because i think there's definitely something to testing the ride this season while people are in the park and they get to look at it and go oh i need to come back yeah so i, I uh i take it you live pretty close to a fun spot about 20, 25 minutes yeah 25 minutes gotcha yeah. so uh i told nick that i was gonna give my prediction for when it opens i'm gonna say it now my prediction is that air force one's opening day will be the same day as Six Flags Over Georgia's opening day next year. And that is when? First weekend of March. It's always the first weekend of March. Yeah, March March 4th, I think, is going to be the first Saturday. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, which um, I, I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm actually living in Florida at the moment. <laughs> my, oh. last several, my last several updates have been done remotely with some friends that have captured footage for me. So really? I haven't seen the ride since before the barrel roll got installed. And uh, I'll be home for the holidays. And then I'll be back down in Tampa again for another internship from February, no, sorry, January 2nd to March 10th. But I will be there for opening day. I will make that drive. I'll probably go to media day. I'll probably be in Atlanta three straight weekends. <laughs> it'll be a lot of driving, but it'll be well worth how will, it. Um, how will that work for media day? Will you get invited from Fun Spot themselves, or can you kind of just show up and film? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm assuming it would be an invite. Uh, I would also have, that's assuming I get an invite, uh, considering they've invited me to do some other work with them. I think I'm probably safe to assume that. You but, should. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that, based off of other coasters that have opened in the past, I guess that'd be the week before, but I guess it yeah. could be as early as early February. I mean, you never know when a park in RMC are going to need marketing and that sort of thing. So absolutely. I'm excited for whenever it is, that's for sure. Yeah. Do you know if the station has started being built yet? Yeah, they've actually got the frame up. Uh, I've got some okay. footage of it. I think I'm going to release an update here in a few days. But track is totally complete. You know, the circuit's done. I don't know about electronics yet, but the station frame is going up, and it looks like it might be themed to an air, like an air hanger. That's speculation, but it looks like there might be a little bit of theming to be, uh, be had there. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you wouldn't expect that from a fun spot park because you look at fun spot Orlando and Kissimmee, none of their rides have much theme at all. Actually, has some decent theme. Yeah, you got the train at least. Yeah, with the dynamite on the front of it. Yeah, it's That's too true. Big. I'll give you that. Which is not itself is not good. Now, the one thing I am really excited to see is the past couple of years, Fun Spot has started working with the name of the company is uh, escaping me at the moment, but they did the lights on hang time. They oh, did K- K- KCL Engineering. Yes, they did the lights on the Sky Coaster in Orlando before the pandemic hit. So okay. I'm thinking That's there's right. a good shot. Right. This is the first coaster they've built since then. I'm thinking there's a great shot, especially since it's on like a decent highway in Atlanta and Fun Spot is open until 10 most nights. Uh, I would make perfect sense for that to be added to the coaster here in the near future. And we might get to see that far before the coaster is open. It's actually just great advertising and marketing for as people drive by. Yeah, because I've been down there twice since they started building it. And the first time mm-hmm. I drove up there, I was like, dang, this park is right next to the highway. Yeah, the coaster, first third of the coaster runs along the highway. That's, yeah. that's uh, pretty awesome. I have been to Fun Spot Land. I actually went as recently as uh, three weeks ago. When yeah, I, I saw you were there a couple weeks ago. I was checking in. When I went to Six Flags Over Georgia as well. I am uh, live in very southeastern Tennessee. I'm a senior in college. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's you're cool. uh, you're up near Dollywood, closer to Lake Winnie than you are uh, Atlanta, then, right? Yeah, I, I'm about 25 minutes away from Lake Winnie. Although I consider Dollywood my home park. I would too. Yeah. How many times I go there? I prefer going to Dollywood a lot more than Six Flags Over Georgia, even though I'm split about right in the middle between the two of them. Mm, I would agree with that. Yeah, and uh, I'm from New Jersey, so how you guys doing? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see you down here when the ride opens, though, if you're able to make it down. Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. Um, I have a cousin, I've already mentioned this to Jason, I have a cousin who goes to college in Georgia. It's called SCAD Savannah College of oh, Art yeah, and Design, yep, yep. if you ever is, heard of it. Is he at the Savannah College or the uh, the Savannah campus or the Atlanta campus? I know there's a couple different ones. The, the one in Savannah. Okay, so he's about four hours away. Yeah, um, she's been to Six Flags over Georgia. Yeah, she's been to Six Flags over Georgia, I think, before, but has not been to Fun Spot, or at least never told me about it. But um, yeah, if I were to go down to visit her, you better believe I'm going to try to hit both of them. But anyway, we could go on and on about this. I said to Jason when they announced Airy Fourth, Airy Force One, I think it has potential to be better than Iron Gwazi. I've been really really hype about this ride since they announced it i think the layout looks fantastic it's it's a lot more unique than a lot of the other rmcs that we've seen out there same with wildcats revenge the uh the underflip that's going to be a really cool element um yeah so uh overall i think airy force run is uh airy force one is going to be a great attraction for fun spot atlanta like i i would say the it's best just the beginning. It's just the beginning for them. Yeah, they could they expand. Got 120, I think it's 126 acres. Yeah, they could just expand more and more for years to come. And of all the coasters at all the fun spot parks, I don't even think it comes close. I'm a, no, it doesn't. Oh, no. And, um, Dr. Coaster, what would you say is probably your most anticipated moment on that coaster? Ooh, you know, I've gone back and forth between the barrel roll and like the Raven trust dive, but seeing the outer bank airtime hill installed now, definitely that. 
Yeah, that thing that thing is demented. The way that Joe Dre's profiled it, um, it's just it's different than any outer bank airtime hill we've seen. And you look at Iron Guazi or Seal Vengeance; they're big, massive. This one's like shallow and quick. It, it's going to haul like crazy, man. It yeah. will. It will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the stall is my most anticipated moment because I love this. I love a good zero D stall. Like Goliath is is so good at Six Flags Great America. Yeah, I haven't really experienced other than Velocicoaster, which is it's a brief stall. I mean, it's a good stall, but I haven't experienced a real RMC stall yet, where it's just like that you're there for an eternity. I can't wait. I love it. Yeah, you uh, you mentioned Velocicoaster, so I know, you, and you also said that you're uh, living in Florida right now. I know they're calling for like another hurricane. Stay safe, man. I just wanted to throw that in. Oh uh, yeah, I'm on the other side of the state. I'm in Tampa, so uh, we should be getting some wind and some rain, but. It's going to be nothing compared to what uh, other places are going to get. All right. That's good to hear. So that's what we have on Airy Force One. We're going to move on here and talk about Grizzly at King's Dominion. So, Jason, what do we have on this? Yeah. So they tease this with Restore the Roar. Basically, King's Dominion, they announced that Grizzly is undergoing extensive renovations and retracking and will reopen next season more fierce than ever as they like to say. So, Gravity Group, Titan Track, what are we looking at here, guys? Not sure. I know that um, most enthusiasts wanted it to be Titan Track. Now, it's looking like it's not going to be Titan Track, but rather just a normal wooden retrack, kind of like how the Beast got it last year. That's exactly what I was about to point out, and I love that. I rode Beast this year, and it, it performed very well. I was going to say, so you've been to King's Island. Did you ride Beast before it was retracked or no? I did not because I became an enthusiast in 2019. This is my first time in Ohio. But Gotcha. I've been to Cedar Point. I've been to Cedar Point, but I have not been to uh, King's Island. But Must do. From what I've heard, and I'm not going to say that there wasn't like a big like cult or like fan base for Beast in the past before the retract because there's people that used to love it. But I think overall now the general like consensus, everyone seems to like it better now. There's more people that like it now than dislike it. So I think overall the retracking was good. I would say so, based yeah. off what people say. The reception's I, been good versus some other coaches have been retracting. You know, like people are like, ah, oh, it's just not the same. Or yeah, now they're like it's now they're like it's too tame. Yeah, like mummy. Uh, I, whenever y'all get on mummy, it's completely. Uh, Changed from what it was. I hope they speed the launch yeah, really? back up a little more. My yeah. dad actually has that credit. I don't. Revenge of the Mummy. Yeah. But I still my first major coaster. Okay. That's cool. I've still only ridden Beast one time. It was in 2019 at night in the back row. When I went in 2021, it was close that I was there. I still need a night ride, but I got a, I got a day ride, and it, it, it shocked me how fast it was going. I was like, how is this thing <laughs> able to do what it's doing? But anyways, anyways, back to Grizzly, though. It opened in 1982, mauled after Coney Island Wildcat. Over the years, Grizzly has gained a reputation for being notoriously rough. I wouldn't know because <clears throat> when I went to King's Dominion, <laughs> Nick already knows. Nick already knows this story. When I went to King's Dominion, I waited 50 minutes for it, and the enthusiast in me came out. I was like, if it's going to be this rough, wait for the front row. So I decided to wait the extra time for the front row, and as soon as my next cycle up, it broke down. 
and it didn't reopen that day. That's mm. so I was a, I was able to ride um I was able to ride Grizzly. I went to Kings Dominion spring of 2019. And I'm trying to think. I didn't go on Woodstock Express. I tried to go on the Great Pumpkin Coaster, but they didn't let me on it because I didn't have a little kid with me. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was kind of surprised because uh, I'm not going to say I'm tall now, but I, uh, I used to be really short. So I, I thought maybe they would have let me on it because in 2019, I was like maybe 5'3". <laughs> and they still didn't let me on it. So, um, yeah. But uh, I got all the major credits at uh, King's Dominion and Grizzly was just, yeah, I didn't care for it at all. I, I missed Grizzly and Anaconda and one side of Rebel Yell when I was at King's Dominion because they were all closed. Yeah, I'm not going to say Rebel Yell is like miles better because even that I think is kind of like mediocre. It is or, compared to Racer King's Island. Or at least Racer 75, whatever you want to call it. I call it Rebel Yell. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. But, um, yeah, now I think Grizzly getting retracked. Whether it is Titan Track, uh, Gravity Group, and it could get Timberliners, whatever they're doing with it, it's going to be better than what what's been there. I yeah. would agree. And uh, sorry, <laughs> but having experienced Titan Track on White Lightning, huge difference. And I mean, that's only like that much of the ride, but like you can like close your eyes the entire ride. If you've never ridden it before, you know where the Titan track is. Okay. So uh, I will be excited to see some more of it because I'm a, I'm a huge fan for just the brief moment that I've been able to experience it. Yeah, uh, I rode white lightning four times, all four times after the Titan track was added. And I didn't even notice the Titan track at all. When really? I a difference at all. No, maybe it's just that I knew it was there. I think it could be placebo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, here's a question. Will okay. Grizzly get the Ghost Rider treatment? I think it's more likely to get the Beast treatment than Ghost Rider. I kind I of agree with Sean. It seems yeah. like they just took out the first drop, right? They didn't like they're not redoing the whole thing. They're redoing like eighty percent of it. It looks like uh, well, retracking it, but not uh, like reprofiling anything other than the first drop. Maybe. Are they reprofiling? I'm not or sure. Just retracking. Okay. All, all we all. We know as of right now is that they're um, retracking the drop. Oh, okay. sorry, I just got a random phone call. My bad. You're good. You're um, fine. what was I gonna say? Yeah, all we know as of right now is that it's they're just they're retracting the drop. So there you go. Oh. Okay, we lost it on there for a second, but well, um, we got his topic uh, covered, so that's fine. Yeah, the show must go on. Uh, hopefully, he will be able to rejoin. Um, we were having some technical difficulties before we started this episode, but hopefully, the audio is better because, as you can see right here, oh, there's Sean. Okay. We can't hear you. We can't. We, we can't hear you. <laughs> Nah. All right. As he's trying to figure that out, um, as I was saying, I got a new microphone, so hopefully the audio is better. We had um, Andreas uh, Thrills and Magic on last week, and we're having some audio issues here and there, but um, hopefully it's better this episode, and you're able to hear us better. All right. Let's try adding Sean one more time. Let's try that now. Yeah, there we go. 
I, I tested the mic and it said it was working. I was like, it better work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, uh, we just finished talking about Grizzlies. So now we're going to move on to our next topic. And I want to get your thoughts on this because, uh, as I just said, while you were figuring all that out, um, we had Andreas, who's Thrills and Magic, all on social media on. And we were talking about Wildcats Revenge at Hershey Park. And we, me, Jason, and him, we all kind of came in an agreement that we feel it will be in the top three at Hershey Park. I personally don't think it'll be better than Skyrush of Candymonium, but I think it'll be up there. That's just my personal opinion. So I, do, I, think, I think it will be better. And you're, you're very familiar with it, so I'll trust your opinion on that. <laughs> you were Who, there Jason? all summer. Yeah, you were there wor- working all summer, correct? Yes. Yeah. I've yeah. been to Hershey Park. I've been to Hershey Park a lot myself, so I have a pretty good feel for all the coasters there as well. And I mean, Hershey Park has one of, if not the best, like coaster lineup out there. Yes. So this is just going to add to it. So uh, today, the first piece of track for Wildcats Revenge at Hershey was installed. So, again, let's hear your opinion. Where do you think it's going to rank at Hershey Park? I definitely think top top three to four, for sure. And it's going to depend on what people's preferences are, because I mean, you can go with a B&M Hyper or you can go with an RMC. Like, I could see that fluctuating people's top one and two, but it's like there's also people that just swear by the park's intimates. Yeah, so I mean, they have... Knock it to three or four, but I, uh, I, I personally would probably have it in my top two just looking at it it would probably be either candemonium and wildcats revenge i mean yeah i got the sky rush shirt on today <laughs> yeah i mean sky rush is a great ride i rode it only once this past summer as sky rush you know has a lot of downtime and very long line you never can you never know what to expect with sky rush but i was able to ride it in the front row and in years past it was my favorite row on sky rush and that ride still kicks ass. Awesome ride. But do I think Wildcat's Revenge could be better? Yeah, I really do think Skyrush, Candymonium, and Wildcat's Revenge can all be interchangeable, at least in my opinion. And I know people that have like Storm Runner as their favorite there. Some people even have Lightning Racer as their favorite there. That just shows you how good of a collection Hershey Park is. It's deep. Another thing to keep in mind is uh, this is another Joe Draves creation this is kind of the start of yeah. the draves era with rmc you know shilke is retired now and he's kind of had from from what it's been explained to me with people closer to the situation just knowing rmc better than i do uh they've kind of been grooming him for a little while now and he's basically airy force one was his coming out party and he <laughs> i think he did a pretty good job <laughs> y'all would agree uh and seeing what wildcats revenge is gonna look like Definitely think it could be in that top three. Now, I must say, Absolutely. I don't think Wildcats Revenge will be better than Air Force One. It doesn't look like it will be, but nah. it's an RMC. An RMC is an RMC. Nick, <laughs> like, I'll Nick, be happy for it. Yeah. Nick, are you still Team Candymonium at Hershey Park? They're close, man. Uh, I'm going to say as of right now, I'm going to give it to Skyrush, but I could wake up tomorrow and say, you know, that ride – you and I had on Candymonium midday in the second row was really good. So I, you know, it it varies, but like, like I've said probably three times already, Hershey Park's coaster lineup is just so deep. So um, I think it's better than Cedar points now. (laughs) Yeah. I would would probably, yeah, I would probably agree with that. So 
talking about the track being installed today, how long do you think construction will take for this ride? Assuming everything stays as like consistent as it's been, like on track of everything. So my guess is it will wrap up in early to mid-April and then it will open Memorial Day weekend or June. I don't know if they'll make it to Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to be completely honest. I know that's always like, I know that's always like the park's goal. Like we want to get it open from Memorial Day weekend, but I just, I don't know. Well, you could be Cedar Fair and want to get it ready for opening day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Hershen does that as well. So, another thing to keep in mind is is it's a conversion. It's not a ground up. Like, for what, for using Air Force One as an example, they also ran into a lot of government issues. That's why the ride's been delayed time after time after time. It's frustrating, but they finally got it done. But they had to deal with, you know, groundbreaking, concrete, supports, track. No, the and, uh, electronics and, and stuff. Yeah, and and obviously with Wildcat, they're going to have to replace certain pieces of wood because you know wood is it's bad over time or it falls apart. Uh, yeah. And yeah, but you made a very good point there. I'll I'll give you that. And then Which the uh, the governments in the area of Hershey are also familiar with building coasters. They have a process in place. Fayetteville, Georgia, had never done anything like. Very fourth one. So you got to keep that in mind as well, as far as the speed of what uh, I think it's going to be built at. I think it'll be a lot faster. Yeah, an ENF miler and an RMC, that's a that's a big difference. <laughs> Just a little bit. Two ENF milers, actually. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. I finally got the kitty credit a couple weeks ago. Scandia Screamer just opened, too. After running Screaming Eagle, which is actually now Hurricane, they changed the name. I got to get the Texas and write that thing. Yeah, Prairie Screamer, I think is what it's called now. True. They changed the name. Prairie Screamer. All right. So Playland at the PE is adding a Zemperla LSM coaster in 2024. It will be the fastest launch coaster in Canada. Now, first of all, this place is known for that wooden coaster called Coaster for having some of the most aggressive air, aggressive airtime of all time. So I'm not really entirely sure what other coasters are at this park. But um, do you know, Jason? I really don't know much about this park in general. I'm going to be completely honest. Well, they, they had a Vekoma Corkscrew coaster that closed in 2018. After they closed in 2018, it set SBNO until last year when they finally removed it. And this new coaster will go in its former land. And actually, uh, you probably... You, I know you've seen that Vekoma Corkscrew coaster in a movie because that was the amusement park that was in Diary of Wimpy Kid when they rode. Um, oh, really? Oh, that's a fun piece of trivia. Uh-huh. That was the park that was the amusement park in Diary of Wimpy Kid Dog Days when they rode the Cranium Shaker. Yeah, Jason and I, we mentioned this in the last episode. We've actually, uh, we've been on a skyscraper together at Casino Pier and we were uh, calling it the Cranium Shaker the entire night. <laughs> And we, were both, awesome. we were both so scared of that ride. Yeah, nah, I'm good. One and done for me. I mean, it's so weird because I did it in 2019 and it didn't really scare me that much. But uh, I don't know. This past summer, it just, I don't know. And also that, also that amusement park was in Final Destination 3, the opening scene of it. Oh, okay. Very Fun cool. Fun Spot Atlanta was in Cobra Kai. Were they actually? All of those, all those like arcade and mini golf and uh when they have the 
the county fair or whatever it is, and Cobra Kai jumps up on stage. So it's all a fun spot, Atlanta. That's interesting. One more, one more fun fact here. If you've ever seen the spinoff movie with Ed Helms to uh, National Lampoons, it's just called Vacation. That was filmed at Six Flags Over Georgia. Yeah. Ninja. Ninja and, uh, back in the day. Yeah. And Zombieland. Blue Hawk now. Zombieland's <laughs> from the Wild Adventures. It was. Yeah. So anyway, let's uh let's let's hear a little bit about what to what we should expect with the Zimperla LSM coaster, Jason. Yeah, so this is a oh sorry. <laughs> you're good. No, you're good, Sean. Let's hear what you have to say first. Uh, this Sean, is then. initially an incident, correct? No. And Zimperla is converting it. Altora Ryan just did a video on it. Uh, I think it was Altora Ryan. It was like an instrument coaster, and then Zimperla, I think, purchased it, and they're redoing the launch and track. Because well, you know, I'll say this: Altora Ryan is a pretty valid source. <laughs> let me make sure I'm not losing my mind. I want to hear what you have to say. Go ahead. Uh, it'll have a height of 59 feet, max speed 45 miles an hour, 1,246 feet of track. And it'll cost nine million Canadian dollars, which I don't know the current uh, exchange rate between American dollars and uh, Canadian dollars, but it's somewhere close. Gotcha. And uh, so, actually, um, John, because you said it's Intamin, the first thing that popped into my mind when I saw the layout of, of it in the mm -hmm. teaser is that it looks so similar to Superman Escape at Warner Bros. Movie World in Australia, which is an Intamin. I can so, see that. Wow, yeah, I didn't think of that. I can see that for sure. That's the closest comparison that I can think of, rides or coaster-wise, to that this new Zamperla coaster. So he said it appears to be a reincarnation of, I'm going to butcher this name, it's Italian, uh, Senza Fiato, a closed intimate accelerated coaster. And it looks like LSM, or Zamperla is redoing the launch as an LSM to kind of make it their own. Which, any coaster going to that part of the continent, whether it's like Washington, Oregon, Canada, it's kind of a coaster wasteland, so that's going to be a huge addition. Yeah. That's a good fit for that park and good fit for Canada as a whole, because mm -hmm. right now, what launch coasters does Canada have? That called Stunt Coaster. That's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's all I got. <laughs> I know, I know um, Wonderland's getting that new launch coaster next year, the family yeah, the uh, arts like Snoopy's Express or something like that. Racing Railway. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, no, that's an arrow looper. I was thinking of a uh, Dragon Mountain at uh, Marineland, but that's an arrow looper. That's not a launch coaster. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know. I, I was shocked to see this. I'm going to be honest. I saw it on Coaster Hub. Shout out to them. Follow them on uh, Instagram. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought we should just uh, mention that in brief and. Uh, yeah, wow. I'm still very surprised. <laughs> if you can't Absolutely. already tell. Zamperla, especially, like, I don't know. They haven't had the best history in terms of coasters. Flat rides, yes, I'll give them that. Like, the giant discoveries are awesome rides. But um, roller coasters, not the best reputation. Yeah, yeah. This will probably be the best coaster they've ever built. If they do it right. Because I thought Thunderbolt at Luna Park Coney Island would have been better than the reputation it's gotten. I haven't been on it. Maybe I will like it, but yeah, I mean, it, it depends uh, if they do it right. Sean, have you made it to um, Oa yet? And I have not, but I was about to mention that because I have s several friends that have gone and love that one. Okay, Rolling Thunder? Rolling yeah. Thunder, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 
Very cool. All right, so here's our last topic here, and then we have a quick special segment that I throw into every episode that Jason has no idea beforehand. I come okay. up with it. I like that. I come up with it. It's just, it's always theme park related. Like in the past, we had a question where we talked about um, our favorite hotels, our uh, favorite places to eat at our home park, things like that. Ranking the B&M coasters. <laughs> yeah. Last week, a uh, little bit of a longer special segment with Thrills and Magic. The Disney parks. Yeah, we ranked all the Disney parks, which was pretty cool. But, um, yeah. So our last topic here, I don't know if you know much about this, Sean, but uh, Jason, let's um, let's get some info on this. The uh, so, new coaster going to Thorpe Park. So, Project Exodus. This has been talked about for a while, and it finally got the confirmation as now ago at Thorpe Park. It looks like it'll be a mock rides hypercoaster that'll actually go upside down. Think of like, um, what's it called? DC Rivals at um, Warner Bros. Movie World, Australia. Yep. And I know this will probably be the best coaster at Thor Park when it opens and maybe the best coaster in the UK. I could definitely see that. I mean, I mean if, you look on the, if you look on the screen right here, that's a pretty insane looking ride if I say so myself. Yeah, I mean the UK already as a whole already has some really thrilling roller coasters. I mean at Alton Towers you have Smiler, <laughs> yeah, and also at um, what's the one at uh, Blackpool Pleasure Beach? Icon, that's what it is. Yeah, Icon. That looks. Like we just really need more mock coasters. Yes, <laughs> the budget just seems to be quite large for them. But uh, I might be going to London in 2024. So okay. if it's open then. That would be fantastic. <laughs> not sure when I would be going. It'd probably be summertime. I even so even, there's even a shot that I'd be able to get on it. I'm 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 hoping. I'm hoping. Even if it's not open, you still got a good number of coasters to check out at Thorpe Park. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I might be going to uh, Sweden next year on the coaster crew Norden trip, so I might get Helix. Ooh, nice, very nice. I for uh, one of the mock coasters in uh. The U.S. I want to experience is uh, Time Traveler. Time Traveler is great. Time Traveler is really good. That's on my list for next year. Trips I'm going to try to make. That, awesome. weird, that park is so hard to get to. It's like three and a half hours away from anything. Mm-hmm. The nearest airport is the Kansas City Airport. I want to... That I flew into. And then it's just a three and a half hour drive through total absolute nothing to get the planes. <laughs> I want to ask you guys this real quick. Before we move to the special segment, what would you say? Well, I guess it's kind of a two-parter. What would you say is the best coaster that Mock Rides has built thus far? No question, Ride to Happiness. Yep. Ride to Happiness? Yeah, so, I was just uh, hanging out with Scott from Upstop Media this past week when I was at Universal, and he said that ride is worth every bit of the hype. Okay. So okay. he's ridden a lot of coasters, and he, he yeah. liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because he travels with Taylor and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they go everywhere. Um, do you think this has the potential to top Ride to Happiness? Depending on what your preference for spinning is, I think this will be more controlled, if you will, but I think it could have bigger thrills. So I think I personally would like Project Exodus more, but I also Ooh. haven't done a mock spinner yet because I don't handle like spinning very well. But... I- I still got to get on one. Yeah, I personally like Copperhead Strike more than Time Traveler, just because Time Traveler is so disorienting. It's crazy. I feel like I would like Time Traveler more. I, I don't mind spinning rides. I actually enjoy 
spinning coasters overall. Now, my second ride on Time Traveler, I enjoyed a lot more than my first one. The first one, I was so disoriented, I didn't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so some I, people love that. I like to have a general idea of what's going on. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. On most All rides. Right. All right, guys. So let's move on to the special segment here. Like I mentioned, Jason has no idea what I'm about to ask. And obviously, you don't either, Sean. Nope. So here we go. This week, I want to know. In brief, we're going to list two defunct coasters we've ridden, and we're going to name something we've enjoyed about them. Okay. So, Sean, since you're our special guest, let's start with you. Let's hit your first one, and then you can dive right into your second one. I'm trying to think if there is a second one, but I know there's a first one, and that was Georgia Cyclone at Six Legs Over Georgia. Yeah. That was, I rode that when I was in... <laughs> I rode that when I was in, I think, fourth grade, and it, I rode off coasters for like 10 years afterwards. <laughs> but that was because it had airtime, and I didn't have a concept of what that was yet, and it terrified me. Like, I thought it was flying out of the train. Like, you can imagine, like, a 10-year-old kid that doesn't understand how that works. Uh, looking back now, though, I, I think I would have preferred that to uh, Scream Machine uh, if it was still around in a way. Uh, the new Scream Machine, way better. New screen machine so good. But that's one of the uh, biggest regrets I have as an enthusiast is that I never got to get Georgia Cyclone before they... Oh, closed. really? Mm. Yeah. I, I was told to be... in the later years you didn't miss much, but I got it way back in like 2006, 2007. Yeah, because I got it, or, well, didn't get it. But I became an enthusiast in 2017, the year I got into coasters, which was Georgia Cyclone's closing year. I got into it like a month before it closed. Yeah, I don't think I have. I've never even been to Six Flies Over Georgia. I went for the first time in 2018. <laughs> I don't think I have two defunct coasters. Nah, just the one? No, I've got some that have been redone, like Scream Machine. Uh, okay, well, if you, wanna, that, if, you, if you want to mention one of those, you can. Do you think yeah, you so, want to talk about Scream Machine a little bit? Probably, yeah, probably just throw Scream Machine in there because it was one of the worst coaster experiences of my life. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> refused to ride that coaster i rode it once and i was like okay maybe i got a bad ride rode it twice and said absolutely not front and back terrible burn it to the ground put something else here um but they redid it and was oh not was it is phenomenal awesome yeah all right jason let's hear yours for me the first one is obvious wicked twister at cedar point uh that was actually probably Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> but um, that had really good launch. The sec, uh, well, yeah, probably the weakest of the launch coasters at Hershey, or Hershey Park, Cedar Point. Um, <laughs> see what see what see what it does to you by spending a whole summer there. <laughs> yeah, but um, I loved Wicked Twister. I loved the du the double twisting spikes. Now Possessed at Dorney is still great. But um, I liked Wicked Twister a lot because the launch was so punchy on it. Like the first, that was my first intimate impulse. Okay. And so uh, I didn't know what to expect from the launch going into it. I heard it was forceful. <laughs> when the first time I wrote it, uh, it slammed my head into the back when we launched because I didn't expect it to be that forceful. Ooh. But it was so smooth and it was so forceful and it was awesome. All right. So your so second one. Second one, probably, uh, I hate to diss Vortex at Kings Island because I really like that coaster. But I'm going to go with Wildcat at Hershey. And actually, 
It's not because it was particularly good, <laughs> but um, I enjoyed Wildcat more than most people did. But I it's special to me for one main reason. That's because I got the last public train ever on Wildcat. Wow! In, in the rain. You know, I think I'm gonna try to. Ooh, actually, it's a good segue. So Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster is my original <laughs> credit, and I think I'm gonna try to get last train if I'm able to. Uh, I I'm, I'm gonna be here. We just, uh, we just, that's funny you mentioned that because in last week's episode, we talked all about, uh, Woody Woodpecker Kid Zone and Fibles Playland. Uh, they might just redo it. You think? I yeah. Think I, they, I think they would be wise to just retheme it because it, it's a fun ride and it's got its place in the park, unlike the rest of the area. I mean, I think overall, Curious George and, uh, Fibles Playland are like, they should be there. They're like 1990s they, attractions. Yeah, literally. Nobody knows anything about American Tale. I only know about it because we watched it in school when I was in, like, fourth grade because my teacher apparently liked that movie. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know the phone factory was there until this week. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm, I'm an annual pass holder. <laughs> that sounds about right, though. There's so yeah. much other things to do at Universal. Nobody's yeah. spending their time in Kid Zone. Yeah. You know what I just forgot? Taco bags, Turner. I forgot that's defunct now. <laughs> partially. Yeah, partially. <laughs> All yeah. right. So, um, we'll have more this week. Hopefully, yeah. With Apple. Or that's next true. week, I guess. Yeah. Do you think Zamperla has something to do with that? I don't know. I think so. You do? Yeah. Exactly. Especially with what we know about the LSM launches now that they're working with. Yeah. We'll have to have you on again if they... Uh, I'd once they to. finally, yeah. once they fi once they finally announced Dragster to get your thoughts on all that. Um, I missed that my, one barely this year too. Yeah, I've been to Cedar Point twice, and my first time ever was last summer, and then I went this past summer, so 2021 and 2022. But 2021, I went in August, two weeks after the incident, oh. and and then I went this past summer, and obviously it wasn't open all season. So same boat as me then. Uh, yep. I got one ride on it during my one and only visit in 2019. Had no idea that was going to be my only ride on it at the time. <laughs> All right. So my two, I'm not going to do Wildcat at Hershey Park. While Wildcat at Hershey was a good ride during Christmas Candy Lane. I mean, this may be like a really weird opinion, but I always enjoyed riding it more during Christmas Candy Lane during uh, the colder temperatures. And I felt like during the summer, it was just like unbearably rough. Yeah. I could, but I could handle it a lot more in the winter. That may be because I had a giant jacket on. So I, you know, had more like comfort as the trains throwing me around. Who, who knows what the reason was, but, um, I say my first one is going to be Stinger at Dorney Park. Oh, yeah. This may be, like, a little surprising because, like, you know, it's a giant inverted boomerang. Yeah, I hate Invertigo at Kings Island. <laughs> See, that thing, like, blew me away. I'm not going to lie. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but the forces it pulled, and, like, I didn't head bang my head once. So I was, like... Okay, I can understand, because I knew some people liked it, but a lot of people hated it. Yeah. I was the, impressed. The, the Cobra roll on uh, Stinger, you know, like jerked your head around a little bit, but as for the rest of the ride, no, I, I actually enjoyed Stinger. I was disappointed, what was it, 2017 when they removed it? That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was a little disappointed, and obviously Dorney has not added anything in its former spot since. Not even like a flat rod. I would have been fine if they just added like a little pendulum or something. Still, we have nothing now. The pendulum. needs some love. Yeah, the pandemic pandemic could uh, have a lot to do with that. Maybe if there was no COVID-19 and world shutdown, that Dorney would have already added something in its former spot. But um, yeah, I miss Stinger. It was uh, not saying it was my favorite ride at Dorney Park because obviously you have Hydra, Talon, Steel Force. Yeah. And, and I'd even say Possessed is a great ride. But um, yeah, I'm going to go Stinger. I and actually then, that you had written Stinger. <laughs> yeah. And then my next one, I'm going to go Wicked Twister. Okay. Uh, Wicked Twister, I'll say this. I still like Possessed better, and I'm glad that I've been able to ride Possessed so many times because I think those intimate impulse coasters are just so intense. Like, they're way more intense than they should be. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Chinese Fireball. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't really remember that too well, though. I, I've written uh, like intimate impulse coasters more that i have like more to talk about he got dragon challenge i didn't <laughs> just the I, one i side. saw i saw it when i was younger but never wrote it exactly yeah, me too just, I saw just, it three the, times. just the one side um but i like i said i don't remember it too much like very vaguely so i'm gonna go with wicked twister because i have more i'd like to mention I also think the setting for Wicked Twister was great. And my only ride on it was at night in the back row. So I think that has a lot to do with it as the park was all lit up. So it was a pretty cool experience. And it was my last, was it? Or did I do Gatekeeper after? I don't know. It was either my, it was either the last coaster I rode after hitting all the credits at Cedar Point or it was the um, second to last. But all I know is I rode it at night when the park was all lit up and Man, it was such a cool ride. I still like Possessed more because I liked the vertical. I liked the vertical spike rather than the two uh, twisted spikes. But um, nah, Cedar Point was not the same this past summer with no Wicked Twister. I'm gonna be honest. It was, but the boardwalk, like overall, like I'm not saying I'm like, yeah, they're getting a wild mouse. Let's go. Like I mean, like I don't know. But I think the boardwalk will will be cool, like the, the Grand Pavilion and everything. So at least they're adding something like notable in its spot, not just like a scrambler. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are my two. So um, anything else you want to touch on today, Jason? Are we all good? That's about it. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming on, Sean. It was uh, really absolutely cool my here. pleasure. Yeah. I mean, I had seen a couple of your uh, videos like pop up in my feed on YouTube before, but I didn't even know you had an Instagram. So I, I made sure to give you a follow and I'll be oh, yeah. sure to, I'll be sure I didn't put my tag in the uh, screen, but that's uh, at doctor underscore coaster. If anyone wants to find me, I'm sure yeah. if you just search yeah. Dr. Coaster, it probably comes up, but uh, yeah, I'll, put your, on that. I'll put your channel up in a tab in the corner. That'll work. Thank you. Yeah, you got it, man. So uh, like we said, we'll have to have, have you on again sometime, especially like, especially like when Air Force one starts testing, like that'd be, Perfect. And when we write it, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm yes. going to make it to that coaster's opening day or opening weekend if I can. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be so, there. Jason, sign us out, man. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you, Dr. Coaster, for joining us this week. And this is Coasters and Things, Beyond the Thrills, and Dr. Coaster signing out. <laughs>